0: What happened to your shaving cream? Okay. So, you know, like those... I, I'm sure everyone listening knows what they look like. They're just like the bottles of shaving it cream, It is right? a metal
1: can of shaving gel... God. Okay. ...that is in the bathroom that looks like Cadence literally turned into the Hulk and bent it with her bare hands. Okay, so here's the deal. I
0: shaved one leg, mm-hmm. but then I realized that I was out of shaving cream. And Then you got
1: so angry... No, shut up, shut up. You destroyed the shaving so cream can. here's the deal. Can.
0: It, like, generally, it's just the aerosol that's out, and there's some still left in the body of the can. You were trying to squeeze more (laughs) shaving cream out of it by bending the metal can Just listen, just listen. No, 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 no. just listen, just listen. So, basically, there's, like, a little, like, rubber plug at the bottom of it, and Mm -hmm. that's what holds the aerosol in. But, basically, I think they, like, put the cream in. Mm Mm-hmm. And then um, fill it with air and then plug it up, right? Because okay. that probably make the most that's sense. That's
1: honestly, I've been using <laughs> shaving cream my whole life, and that's more than I've ever thought about a can of shaving anyway,
0: cream. Anyway, so you can take that and you can cut that, and basically, like, any of the extra aerosol will come out and it'll spray some of it. packs with
2: cadence.
0: No, I just have noticed that, like, because I, I destroy things. And so basically... No, thank you. <laughs> so basically, like, I cut that, and then some came out, and I was like, wait, maybe I can like squeeze it and more will come out. And then it did, and I shaved my legs. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got really mad. No, I wasn't. No, I had to I had <laughs> to bend it to get some of it to come out
1: Welcome to Coffee with my mom. What are you drinking today? Oh, I don't have a drink. What are mm. you drinking today?
0: I am drinking some Nantucket Nectars half and half. It's just an Arnold Palmer. I have a really hard time saying that in restaurants. I'd be like, can I have an Arnold Palmer? And like they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, the thing where you mix lemonade with tea. And they're like, oh, so an Arnold Palmer. I'm like, I don't know. And, um, I'm also drinking some water out of my new, um... Yeah, I don't drink water. Yeah, you are. You have a water bottle with you right now. But that's not... This isn't mine. Alright, what are you drinking? Shut I'm drinking um, water out of my brand new pink Did- raspberry colored hydroflask.
1: Did you notice how even though... It's 32 though- ounces, and it was $40. Did you notice how even though you talked for, like, a half an hour about your tea last week, like, in the podcast, we only got, like, 12 seconds of it? <laughs> it's cruel. That's because I had the power of a god <laughs> that's a lie except i can't open this beer i can galen
0: what are you drinking I love it on my teeth. um i'm drinking air no you have to go get something to drink drink this mod Podge. do you want some tide pods
2: here i'll drink this banana speaking of
0: which <laughs>
2: i'll drink this banana oh it smells
1: bad Mod Podge. Why are you trying to drink so so, Mod Podge? The smell of Mod Podge is actually a great segue to our topic this week. Oh, yeah. Our topic this week is homeschooling. Oh. Homeschooling. Mod- Wait. I'm going to say a
0: lot of stuff if- that needs to be cut out.
1: <laughs> so, our story. cadence <clears throat> started kindergarten. No and way. then about halfway through first grade, she became really unhappy in school for lots of reasons that we may or may not go over in the podcast. And then she decided to, we decided to try homeschooling. And we homeschooled for a year and a half. And then. We're like third grade. We suddenly moved to Canada, to Toronto. Heck yeah. And because we didn't have the support structure there that we had at home, we decided to try public school again. So, Gowan went to pre-kindergarten, and Cadence went to... Actually... I was supposed
0: to go into, like, second grade, but then they put me back in kindergarten. No, first grade. First grade? I thought I was
1: kindergarten. No, you went to first grade, which you had been halfway through first grade, but that's because we put you in kindergarten early. Yeah. And in Canada, they don't really do that. So, they put you in by age. Be nice. I'm sorry. It was me. put you in by age, and you went to first grade. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... Pre-kindergarten did not go well for Gowan. And you were unhappy as well, although you were... I was less unhappy. You were being a pain and lying to your teachers about snails. Okay, we can go over that if you want to go over that. We (laughs) can talk about that later. So we decided to return to homeschooling. And we homeschooled for the next several years. We moved back to Seattle. We found an amazing homeschooling community here where we knew a lot of families, we knew a lot of kids. We spent almost every day out of the house, uh, some of the days going to museums and parks. Game Um, stores. We had every week one day at the game store, every week two days at the FLP, which was a really cool program where we took different classes.
0: What does FLP stand for?
1: Family Learning Program. Family Learning Program, uh, where you guys took... All kinds of... You took... a I took math Latin. Teams. I wish that would have been cooler. You took Latin. You took engineering. You took costume design. That was a lot of fun. Oh, oh yeah. And
0: that quickly, woman looked like Amanda Palmer.
1: Uh, really quick.
2: Something really funny is that... I almost got kicked out of math class because
1: I would blurt out all the answers. <laughs> That's me, Dad. And you wouldn't stop even when the teacher asked you to. But that was a good story because you know what happened was that the teacher said either I had to sit with you in class or else you had to stop taking the class. And I told you that and you were really upset. You did not want to stop taking the mm-hmm. class. But you, you also did didn't. not yeah. want me to sit with you in the class.
2: Yeah, because then it's like, you're that one kid. Uh-huh. Like just one of those kids in every class.
1: So the deal... special but, kid sitting with his mom, yeah. So the deal that, that I was made... was rude. So the deal that I made with you was that if you would go on your own and talk to the teacher... And if you could work out a deal with her where you promised her you would stop blurting things out, then you could stay in the class if she agreed to it. And you did. You went all by yourself, and you asked her to meet with you, and you met with her, which actually I helped a little behind the scenes by emailing her and letting her know you were going to talk to her Mm -hmm. and that I'd appreciate it if she'd meet with you. And she did, and she said you made your case really well, and after that, you stopped doing it. So, it was a really good experience for you. You've learned a lot from that. I wish I could, like,
0: do that. Just, like, learn from my mistakes.
1: (laughs) I did that so many times with my teacher in eighth grade. So, we were really happy at the FLP and with the community that we had. But we got to a point uh, where Cadence said that there were not enough boys in the homeschool community. Oh, no, there were. And, like, the ones that there were. Okay, so then. Funnily enough, one of the boys in the homeschool community now goes to your school and is your friend. Two. Two. Yeah. Um, Who are they? Uh, this gets cut, but Zane and Wilder.
0: Oh. Yeah. They were lit.
1: And now we have Gowan in seventh grade at Pathfinder. And we have Cadence in ninth grade at West Seattle Freshman High. Freshman power! <laughs> Freshmen have power? No. <laughs> <laughs> we have the
0: willpower because we all hate seniors.
1: <laughs> be a senior one day, you know.
0: Yeah, I know. If right, you play now you your cards right. But it. <laughs> like next year I'll hate freshmen. Like Right. <coughs> like God. So yours are just the worst. See,
2: in sixth grade, I was like, oh, all those crazy seventh graders mm-hmm. all they're doing all their wacky stuff. And now I'm like, God, those tame
0: sixth graders. It's true. So, what do we want to talk about? What are your questions for Alrighty. me? Alrighty. So what was your thought process when you pulled um
1: us? More more like um Initially, it was meat. initially it was just, just meat. you, yeah. because gallon was, what, three years old.
0: Yeah. Um, what was your thought process when you first pulled me out of school? Um, like, what were, you said we would discuss some of the reasons. What were the reasons?
1: Well, so Cadence was uh, using, she was precocious, which is why we put her into kindergarten early. We thought we'd buy some time that way. Um, Cadence went to kindergarten reading chapter books. (coughs) Yeah. So you read... It's okay. You had read most of the Magic Treehouse books by the time... Oh, those were lit. By the time you started kindergarten. I think I
2: might still have some of those. You still have a couple, and you read
1: those. You read way more of those than Cadence did. I read, like... You read many. There were a lot out, but I like, didn't read them all. You read many. Um, and yeah. I know that by the time that we pulled you out halfway through first grade, you were super into the Miss Warriors Dad. books. The war- already? Mm-hmm. Wow. You're super into the Warriors books. myself
0: on the back. So that's about a fifth. Warriors was good. Warriors was good. That was
1: good. like my favorite series. So I read it until I was like eight. Warriors is about a fifth grade reading level. Mm-hmm. So you were walking around and you were reading these books big chapter books. From what I remember, I didn't have many friends,
0: and instead of, like, going and playing with the other kids at lunch and recess, I'd go read,
1: um, and you what? used...
0: That doesn't seem like you.
1: <laughs> you were using, uh, vocabulary that a lot of times the other kids didn't necessarily understand. I mean, that's still me today. And the hard hair? part was... They weren't really... I know you, you remember them being mean to you, but they weren't really mean to you no. so much as they didn't know what to do with you. And you started first grade so excited, and about halfway through the year, you became really unhappy. And in an attempt to help you, I uh, joined a program at your school where I came and taught art because they uh, I lost... I remember that. They lost their funding for their art teacher. So the PTA had parents do what was called this art docent program and we would come in and basically teach art but they had the the projects all set up for us we just basically had to come in and and do it side note
0: we have a pair of orange scissors to this day still has mom's name written on it in sharpie and i think that was the scissors you used you used That's entirely possible. Like I remember very distinctly, I was not able to use those scissors because they were too dangerous. It was like the orange kind. I'm pretty sure. Yep, they were fabric scissors. They were big,
1: heavy duty. Do we
0: still have those?
1: They got glued together. They're super glued together right now. I'll figure out a way to get it apart. I I think if we just soak them in like solvent, then they'll come undone. But that is beside the point. Anyways, so I was an art docent, and that was when I realized the problem was bigger than I had really understood because if you have listened to even one episode of this podcast you know that Cadence is not a quiet child. (laughs) And Cadence was sitting quiet and sad in the back of the room by herself. (sighs) Me. While the rest of the room kind of just moved around her. And I started to listen to her telling me that she was unhappy. Uh, Christmas break came, Oof. and at the end of Christmas break, during Christmas break, you were yourself. And at the was. end of Christmas break... Yes, your presents. <laughs> and food. <laughs> at the end of Christmas break, it was like someone had turned off the light, and you just, you cried every day, and well, you didn't want to go to school. I
2: mean, that's me, but for a different reason, because I am sad that the break is over.
1: <laughs> but... Cadence was very obviously really unhappy. And I wasn't sure what to do. And so we had actually, in order to get you into kindergarten a year early, we had to take you and get some testing. The psychiatrist. No, that was a he was like a developmental He was a developmental doctor mm-hmm. and what he had done was he put you through a test because we had you had to test in the ninety eighth percentile or higher in order to start kindergarten a year early, and you hit the ceiling on the test. And I had a fever with a hundred and four degree fever. Hey, so your teacher told me that she felt Her that Mrs. Minetti, Ms. she was Minetti was very nice, and she told me that she felt that you reading the big books and using the big words was alienating. And we thought it was maybe time to go see Dr. Borton again. And so we took you to see him. Shout out to Dr. Borton. He was great and very helpful. And he told us that he thought you might do better at a school for the gifted and talented. Open window? Open window. So we had another round of testing done because those schools require testing and you... Blew it out of the park. And of I did. we What was the other one? There was a window and then there was one more. Sea berry. Se- yeah, I remember it started with an S. So Sea wasn't for us. Why not? We just didn't feel like it was a good fit. And Fair. Open window, oh, in Seattle Country Day, mm-hmm. which we, I don't remember that one at all. We never visited. Okay. We visited Open Window and we loved it so much that we applied. We spent more money than we had on the application. And we went through the whole process, and it was a bunch of interviews, and it was tours, and you had to go and spend some time there with some other kids there. Oh. And I remember sitting like on the floor, which was
0: so different from like the desks, and they were teaching us some. I don't remember. I sat in on a class, and it was like the best I had ever felt in a while, and it was like it was really great.
1: So we really loved it, uh, and then we got back the results that of our application. i going to go get tea. And the results of the application were that. I did not drink you made the you made the cut but that they didn't have enough space and they told us that we could wait and basically there were points throughout the year in which she might be able to get in because like people might like leave right but they couldn't make us any guarantees and the truth is we would have had to have moved out of our house in order to pay the tuition at that school So, when you didn't get into Open Window, we were devastated, and we didn't know what to do. And to be honest, I had never considered homeschooling you. Had you
0: already pulled me out by this
1: point? No. You were still going to uh, Lake Wilderness. No. And actually, your dad convinced me that we should try homeschooling. Really?
0: That's, like, crazy to me. Because, like, in my mind, dad's always the one who, like... I don't know. It just wants feels to like, send us out into the world? Yeah, it feels um, like he just consistently wants to, like... It could be that I'm older. I think it's because I'm older now, but he just consistently, like, tries to nudge me out of the nest. And, like, it just
1: does... It just feels weird that he was the one who started it. <clears throat> so, I really struggled with the decision. And we also... I didn't know anything about the kind of community that exists, or... There
0: wasn't really a community in, like, wilderness
1: in Maple Valley, you mean? Yeah, in Maple Valley, there was. Well, there was. Was there? There was, but it was largely religion-based, and that wasn't a good fit for us. So we did it, uh, although what our decision was, we didn't even make the decision at that point and say, okay, we're going to homeschool for good. We said, well, let's homeschool and see if we can get you in. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, and that's what we did. And we got a couple of little desks, and we set up the school those. room.
2: Don't and we still have one of the tables we used to use.
1: Probably. Uh, although we didn't use those yet. We had desks at yeah. first. Yeah, at first. And we got a puppy. Starbucks. Starbucks. That's actually another one of my
0: questions is um, it, when we're done
1: with this. So that hey, was start. how that was kind of the thought process uh, that we went through when yeah. we decided to homeschool you. And we actually really enjoyed it. It took a little bit of kind of adjusting for us to figure it out. Mm -hmm. But I can remember a lot of fun stuff we used to really like to read together. We read um, all of the Black Cauldron together. Until it got like... Dark. There was one yeah, when it got dark. It started, it was the, yeah, it was as it got, as it got much later, then they kind of got a lot older than you, but, mm-hmm. um, we Less read, relatable. we read several of the Black Cauldron books, uh, actually the mm-hmm. Chronicles of Pradane, and uh, I can remember one of the things you really loved to do was we would play store, where you guys would Oh, go. store was lit. You guys would arrange all the stuffed animals, and then we would put prices on them all, <laughs> Everything's got a price. You would run around and pick out several toys. And then you would sit down and add up how much you had to pay given the arbitrary random prices (laughs) that you had put on them. And then you would get change out of the change jar and you would have to count out the change to, you know, quote unquote pay for your stuffed animals that you had bought. Although I also do remember one really epic throwdown that happened between you and Gowan when he tried to buy a bear that was yours.
0: That sounds like something we were through. I don't over remember that. Square up. <laughs> Wait, okay, here is this is perfect. <clears throat> so, we're gonna do another section of vuss up or niche niche. You've
1: heard me say this one before. I In think. this segment, Cadence tells me a term that the kids are using, and I tell her vuss up if it's an awesome term or niche niche if it's lame. We are ready to drag her. Right, we did drag yeah. her, and we did get off
0: my head. Yeah, okay. So you've heard me say this one before, but square up. Okay, like that's, that's not a new term. But it's a term the kids are using that, like, if your grandma was watching this, then like she wouldn't necessarily know what it means. So basically, it just means like you're gonna fight someone. It's like it's
1: like let's let's again. Yeah. actually is very old. Oh shit! <laughs> like, okay, Grandma Rita might have said that. Okay. All right, I have grandma, another one. <laughs> ask her grandma when she comes. Yeah, yeah. we should. Next week we're gonna have a special podcast with not two, not three, but four generations of ladies and Gowan. Uh, <laughs> possibly. Oh, you'll
0: join us. Possibly, um, but whatever. So square up, old. Alright, let me try again. Niche, niche. Oh, niche, niche? Why? Oh, okay. So this one, you've also heard this one, and you think she's a brat. But this was a girl on uh, Dr. Phil, and she said, cash me outside. Niche, niche. I love her. Yeah. She's my queen. Niche, niche. Why? I've got one. Okay. What?
2: Here we go. New term. Tell me if it's Vasa or niche, niche.
0: Mission failed. Nope. We'll get them next time. Nope. niche, niche. <laughs> niche niche that's old i've been saying that since seventh grade
1: uh I, mission failed we'll get them next time just seems too long to even be like a thing the yeah. kids are saying anyway it's a thing let's end that because it's i have more no questions okay it's because it sounds like it's from a video game and you, oh. you know how i feel about video games Anurism.
0: all right um now that we're over your biased treatment um <laughs> uh, why
1: did we get a puppy Oh, so the, the reason why we got a puppy at that point in time was that we had wanted to get a puppy. Yeah. Um, and we were, maybe we would have, like, that summer. And it was my birthday. But you were also, the. it was a hard adjustment for you. You were kind of lonely. I school. was lonely in public school. You were lonely in public school, and then when we came home, then you really had kind of nobody to play with for a little bit until we got our feet under us and, and figured out how to make friends in homeschool. Yeah. So we got you a puppy because we thought... It was a good time for you to have that, for you to have Starbucks to spend time with and to take care of and to keep you busy. And we were gonna be home all yeah. day, every day, all the and, time. And also, it's funny because
2: at the time okay. I said, "Hey, let's get the crazy one," like mm-hmm. because she was all whimsical and wacky and crazy. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: And uh, and like and now she's this old dog that kind of just walks around and lays I think down we might have dropped sling. her on her head a couple She's times. He's
1: older now, but the other part of it was, this may be embarrassing to Gowan. What? Gowan was three, and I had, you had wanted a puppy for a long time, but I had said I wasn't going to get a puppy until I potty trained Gowan. So Gowan was potty trained by then. So we got a puppy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh.
1: Yes, you used to wear diapers. Shock.
0: Um, and then we're baby, yeah. (laughs) Oh, this again. Oh, god. Next question. Next question. Um, what was the hardest part about starting, and was
1: there social backlash? There absolutely was social backlash. How so? Um, I had several friends in the area that were mom friends that we would take you and the other. Amanda? We had several, Mm, yeah. Um, several, and we would take you and the other kids to the park together, and you guys all started kindergarten together. And, uh, I pretty much got ghosted by everyone when I pulled you out and started homeschooling you. Why? You know, I feel like, well, so part of it is that we were looking for people to hang out with during the day. Mm-hmm. And they were in school during the day. Yeah. And then. That might mean, have been their excuse. No. <laughs> I think there's some truth to that. Yeah. That there's a differing schedule there. That at the end of the school day, the school kids are tired and not looking to really. Especially hang out. if they're young. Because, like, I know that now, like, I hang out after school all the time. It's different when they're little. Yeah. So I think that was part of it. But also, I think that there's just a. It's uncomfortable, especially, I think, because it's hard already to send your kid to kindergarten. I think with the older kids later, it got easier. Mm. But with the little kids like that, it's almost like they feel like you're passing judgment. Like they're sending their kids to school, but you're going to keep yours at home. Because adults have this weird thing where they always think everybody's judging
0: them all the time. Yeah, well, you're 14 and you do it too. <laughs> I mean, it's fair because mostly everybody is judging you all the time in high school. It's true. But the point is to
1: that... To be
2: fair, we're all small children. It's true.
1: So okay. um, I lost pretty much my entire social circle. Oh, that's sad. Um, But it was okay because I was kind of busy with you guys. Yeah. The hardest part... Was, who, needs, who needs a life when you've got children? Right? Really. The hardest part was figuring out how to teach. You know, people think that if I know how to do all the things that a first grader does, then I know how to teach a first grader to do those things. No. And it's not true. Getting the information into a format that a kid can take and, and use. It's like knowing a word versus being able to define the word. Mm-hmm. It's, it's different. And it took, I, I started to learn education Mm -hmm. and how to teach. And this is while I'm teaching you and while I'm not just building curriculum, I built curriculum for all the years that we homeschooled. But the first year or two, I was learning how to build curriculum and building curriculum and teaching the curriculum and learning how to teach. And then A little later, I was actually also learning a lot about occupational therapy and how to help with some of the challenges that we stumbled across in that sense. So I had to really work hard to stay ahead of all the things that I needed to learn in order to be a good teacher for you. It was important to me from day one that I teach you in a way That if you ever decided you wanted to go back to public school, you would be able to do that without it being too challenging for you. Some of the homeschool parents we've known over the years have used really different educational methods um, that worked for them. But would have made it really hard for those kids to have changed midstream. Because they were just learning really different things on a really different path. Yeah. So Um, mainstream. But I wanted you guys to have an education. I wanted you to, at the very least, learn all the things the kids of your grade would be learning. And that's why we did the testing every year. So, uh, no, you loved the testing. One year, we almost didn't do it, and I was going to skip it, and you both made me order the test. Yeah. <laughs> you loved the California Achievement Test for whatever reason. It's funny, because now I feel
0: the exact opposite. Like, we have finals coming up as tests. freshmen, and it's, like, terrifying. Do you remember loving them in homeschool? I know. I don't. I generally love tests, but that one, like, I don't I don't like, like babe tests. No, like, as much. tests? Tests are stressful. Okay, that's a fat lie. I just fat lied. My... I love tests, and um, (laughs) my teachers would always get mad at me when I was in like seventh grade because I'd always bring chocolate with me, and you're not supposed to eat during the tests. Mm -hmm. Anyways,
1: continue.
2: Well, you're allowed to in sixth grade, so
1: it doesn't count. Understanding what to teach you was more difficult for me, I think, than for some homeschool parents. Because yeah. some homeschool parents take an approach that says, it, it's okay, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was always important that I understood what were all the kids in public school learning in the year yeah. of that grade, and making sure that you got to the end having learned all of those things. Yeah. So that was a big challenge for me Mm -hmm. to try to keep ahead of all of that and to to know that because you couldn't tell me right now, like if you had to teach a first grader, what would you be teaching them in math? Uh, One plus one? You don't know, right? And math is hard because math seems easy to teach, but then when you get into it, you realize there's a very specific order you have to learn everything in because it all builds on other things. Which is part of why we always used a math textbook, even though you hated the math textbooks. Oh god! Like yeah. for
2: example, you can't learn multiplication before you learn addition. addition.
1: Yeah, right. Because, because this is a substantial part. Of multiplication. multiplication builds on addition, exactly. And long division uses subtraction <sighs> and multiplication. I love. It. Okay, so
0: as you get older, long division gets less important. That's
1: Not true. Okay, god, where I sad. am right now. Long, I'm in geometry, and I don't. Do, well, you're in geometry, but you have to do long division, even in geometry. Yeah,
0: I mean, kind of. But it, it gets easier. It gets easier. It's not yeah. a thing
1: anymore, but you still have to do it.
0: No, probably the hardest math to learn is, like, multiplication and division, because, yes. like, you you have less fundamentals, whereas as you, like, get older, and, like, where I am in geometry now, right now, it all makes more sense because of the fact that I have long division and multiplication
1: and if you don't have those steps then you can't i always tell people long division is the hardest thing you ever learn in math because it's so different from anything you've ever done before and once you get that under your belt then all of the other things that you learn it's kind of click it's yeah it's just different it's it makes more sense
2: i always liked short division but but all the teachers seem to think it's cheating
1: it so is. it's not. Short division is just another it's it's a different way to write long division. Yeah. But if Gowen can't explain it clearly enough. Yeah. Uh, but short division was how we got around long division and it's the same. It's the same it's the same problem. The basically the deal with short division versus long division is in long division you have a whole step where you subtract to find the remainder. Yeah. But when Gowen divided He always already knew the remainder. For Mm -hmm. whatever reason, he would always divide and come up with an answer and a remainder. So short division allows you to just write that remainder down without taking that whole step of doing the subtracting. Mm -hmm. And it worked very well for him. So you
2: don't have to scroll like five pages.
1: Galen also had a little bit of dysgraphia, Mm -hmm. which is where you have a little bit of trouble with writing. Yeah. And so he really struggled with long division. If
2: you mean that I have bad handwriting, well, can't argue with that. You
1: have terrible handwriting, but that's that's <laughs> not dysgraphia. <discrepancy. laughs> no. But one thing I've noticed is that,
0: like, mostly
1: everybody today has really bad handwriting because we do a lot of our writing on the computer. Everybody always did have really Really? Bad. Yeah. Really? I mean, there were always, like, those couple of girls who had really flowery God, I hate them. <laughs> always in pink and dotting their eyes with flowers, but the rest okay, of us. Okay, no, that's me. The rest of us <laughs> always had bad handwriting. I had
0: bad handwriting, but I write everything. In pink and dot everything well, with flowers. I
1: know some people
2: who
0: are really nice who have good handwriting. Like literally, look like a, my notes right now are in pink. Like you guys. The can't point see is, having bad handwriting
1: is not a big deal. Yeah. So, next question.
0: Next question. Mm. How did it get more difficult as we got older?
1: You know, the funny thing is, you people would think that the material that I was teaching got harder to teach. I'm not even talking about the material. I'm talking about. I us. understand that. Yeah. So the material actually got easier because I got better at teaching, Yeah, and I you had more experience. Up under and your I belt. came to understand what you both needed in order to learn. Yeah. So you know, uh, people would always say, "Well, I mean, it's not like you can teach them calculus." And I was like, "Bring it! I yeah, can teach I could them calculus. I to, like, I can do calculus." You so you. none of that was a problem for me. But you got more challenging, and you in particular you got very challenging uh, and, you know, I always... The story I always tell that's funny but oh very God. much true is that we uh, really got at odds about math. Oh, God, I hate this This was story. the end of the textbook.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: And you would... Scribble an answer to a math problem. What was the name? Saxon, Saxon. Math. Oh. I loved God. Saxon Math. Saxon Math was a great method. It was awful. You liked it just fine, but Cadence really hated it. This so fish. So Cadence felt that I was judging you her. The, you had the wrong answer. There, <laughs> I wasn't, You're judging me right now. I wasn't judging you. The answer was incorrect. I
0: mean, that's your fault.
1: What's one plus one? Twenty-seven. Three. And I would two. say You're Judging me. I would say, but Cadence, that just isn't the right answer to the problem. Shut up. I would say, why are you judging me? Why are you judging me now? <laughs> I'm judging you a little now because that is a ridiculous way to respond <laughs> to having a math problem wrong. It's your fault. So that one we actually solved by switching gears from Saxon Alex. math to Alex math. Oh, that was fun. Which was an online math learning tool that actually worked very well for yeah. you guys all the way until the end of homeschool.
0: Yeah, I remember, like, using it along. Like I think I used it, like, a couple summers ago, actually. Like, it was, like, right before we started um, um, public school.
1: And it caused Gowan to almost have to do sixth grade math three times in a row. Ugh. Because Gowan had progressed to near the end of sixth grade math in Alex Math. Yeah. When he started fifth grade. Mm Mm-hmm. He went to 5th grade, but it was STEM, and so they were working one year accelerated in math, which means he completed 6th grade math. Twice. Again. And then he went to 6th grade at Pathfinder, where they put him into 6th grade math. Again. But he advocated for himself and asked to be put into 7th grade math. And now that little... And they did. And he's doing very well now as a 7th grader in 8th grade math. Freaking nerd. You were a 7th grader in 8th grade math, too. Come on, you're a nerd, too. I know. I'm in geometry now. I'm super smart. (laughs) Whatever. So, uh, that was a big challenge with you. With you, the big challenge was that you were very... You really wanted to rebel against someone, and I was all you had to rebel against. (laughs) And you rebelled very hard. (laughs) That hasn't really changed. But I have no problem.
0: What's the best part part about teaching us?
1: The best part about teaching you is that during that time we built something that is extremely valuable to me. You guys talked to me in a way. You betcha. That I'm not sure you would, you know, we won't talk about what happened. But recently you got into a lot of trouble. And recently where Christmas break over Christmas break. And where I, at your age, was really close with my mom. Mm -hmm. and really loved my mom. And still, I think I just would have defaulted to try to hide that. Yeah. Even though, as an adult, I came to realize I really could have gone to my mom with a lot of stuff I never did. Yeah. But you came immediately to me and said, Mom, I need to talk to you about some stuff I screwed up. And that's extremely meaningful to me, and I think that we built a lot of that during the time that we were homeschooling, during the time that we were together all the time, and we were having wonderful Bless days. You. We were having wonderful days together. We were having terrible days together. We had a lot of those. We we're having sick days together. We, oh, we had were quite a few sick days. Learning things together. Bless you. Do you remember when sometimes I would let you guys do school in the in the fort, in the super yeah, fort? Yeah, And We would build a super fort, and then we would drag all of our school stuff in there. And super oh. fort was like these click, um,
0: these like magnetic clicky foam poles, and then these like weird little red balls. It and you was build a, like
1: forts out of it. It was a building toy that you could build what were essentially we blanket forts. We should. Out of. We should more of I would. We should put that like up in the garage. I, I mean, I would play with those. Schools. I would. And I think that there was something about being your teacher that during the time that we did it, it was really, it was really wonderful. And I feel like we, we got to build a bond that, not that we wouldn't have built it if you'd been in public school, but it was easier for us to build the homeschool.
2: Yeah. We didn't only build a bond, we built a lot of forts.
1: We built a lot of forts. You're going to say James Bond. I was going to say, I just made that joke. We built a lot of forts, it's true. Um... And we built a lot of maker stuff. We built a lot of robots. Here, I have a
2: quick question. Uh What?
1: How did you remain
2: sane while
0: teaching
1: us? You know what? That is a really good question. He's right. That is a really good question. Because as much as I loved teaching you and being with you, it can get really overwhelming. Mm Mm-hmm. Because mom Look. i need
2: the glue <laughs>
1: mom help me mom i'm in trouble mom I well, you just the ground you don't it can be very hard to get any space whatsoever right because i had to wake up in the morning get you guys up get you your breakfast just like a mom of public school yeah. kids right get you through the morning that's a lie you don't do that
0: for us anymore you don't love us anymore <sighs> you're, you're big you enough to make your own s- damn breakfast now you know what you can like stop cussing at me and make me some pancakes. Like, Sorry, I fell asleep waiting on you to make me a
1: sandwich. It's like 8:30. Anyway, so you wouldn't so make pancakes I got up, at 8:30. I got 7? up and I spent the morning with you just like I might have if you had gone to public school. Yeah. But then instead of sending you out the door, I brought you to the schoolroom and I taught you all day and then the end of the day would come and Maybe you guys would go and play some video games or go play outside, and I would go and work on whatever you guys were going to be working on the next day, right? Putting together your worksheets or getting your books ready or building your curriculum. I was up late at night researching things like teaching subjects. You never had a minute to yourself, did you? I never had. Shut up! I never... I mean, like,
2: I remember I spent, like two days with a a younger relative and I couldn't get like a minute of alone time
1: not a minute of sleep so it was extremely demanding and I didn't have a lot of space and that was for a long time that's just the way that it was and it was hard to, to It was hard to maintain my sanity, and it was hard to keep the positive attitude that I had to keep in order to keep you guys learning. Because I could... That was another part that was hard, is that I couldn't really have a day where I just kind of phoned it in. You know, sometimes when you have a job, you can have a day where you just kind of just do easy stuff and you just kind of don't work that hard but with you guys i had to be all on all the time i had to keep everybody from fighting keep everybody in a good mood keep everybody engaged keep everybody learning and that got hard sometimes sometimes but it was worth it yeah i knew that we were where we needed to be at that time yeah
2: see i'm surprised you're still uh a normal
1: person she's not I'm not a normal person. I'm, a, I'm well, sorry. I'm
2: not normal. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that you're not in the insane asylum.
0: So, this is the last question I have. You may or may not have any more questions, but, um,
1: was it hard to let us go? Did yes I, and no. Okay. Yes and no. So, it was, it was hard because I was worried in the first week or two about how you were doing. Yeah. And it wasn't so much that I was so afraid that you were having a bad day, No, it was more that if it went really poorly for you, then I would feel like I had made a mistake. Because one of the hard parts about it was that I constantly wondered whether it was a mistake for me to have homeschooled you for so many years. Whether I was taking away opportunities for you guys to get stronger, Mm -hmm. whether I was sheltering you, whether you guys would be better off in school. Yeah. So when you went, there was a part of me that was terrified that you would fail and that I would feel like it was my fault. Yeah. So. No, we, we just failed anyway. You did not fail. You what both you great. I have grades great. You both did you do. wonderful. You both went to school and immediately thrived academically and actually both told me within your first couple of weeks of school that the work was easy. Yeah. Which was good for me. But I think there's another part of it that it was just a little hard for me to adjust, to not, you know, we talked about that weight of having you guys with me all the time, every day, all day. Yeah. So if you think about it. Uh, I, you, in the usual order of things, you have your baby and you spend five years with your baby, and then you send your baby off to kindergarten. And you really have kind of a whole year to prepare for the fact that your baby's going to kindergarten. Yeah. And then off they go, and it's just a half a day, and there's kind of this adjustment period. Whereas you guys, it was both of you, and it was in the space of, like, two weeks' time that we went from, like, oh, maybe we'll send the kids to school to both of you being gone all day, yeah. navigating getting onto the bus, navigating all the social stuff about school, all of it. And for a little bit, I had a hard time because I was trying to adjust to that space that it left in my life. So what, for both of you, what was your favorite part about homeschooling? Oh, geez.
2: There is no recess. Now, that sounds bad, but it's really good because if there is no recess, it also means that recess is pretty much... Like,
1: whenever. Well, so one day a week, we would go to the game store, and you would play games with your friends all day long. So you could say that's, like, recess. Yeah, kind of. But we also felt, the parents all felt like you guys were actually learning a lot from them. Yeah. And instead of,
2: like, going out on the playground for, like, 20 minutes and then coming back in, it's... You
1: know, mm-hmm. Or sometimes we go yeah. spend all day at the Living Computer Museum or at oh, the Pacific the f- Science Center yeah. or at the Children's Museum. We always said those were our classrooms.
2: I still don't get why they won't let me in the Children's Museum
0: Because if anymore. there's like, a bunch of like rowdy teenagers running I, around, it won't be safe for kids. I'm just making a joke. <laughs> just, a joke. I want in. I One of the things that I remember really distinctly was that uh, we had like a party... There was, like, an Egyptian party,
1: so we had, like, dates, and that was when I learned how to braid. Yeah, and we listened to Egyptian music, and we ate Egyptian foods. Yeah. And we actually did that a lot, where we'd do parties to kind of wrap up um, sections sections of what we were learning.
0: Yeah. Um, But, like... I'd forgotten all about the Egyptian party. That was, like, one that I really remembered because I was, like, thinking about it recently. Yeah, and I don't I was, remember like, any One thing. of my friends was like, oh, where did you learn to braid? You, like, do it weird or something. And I was like, oh, my mom taught me. And then I just thought about that because we, we made Egyptian, like, wigs out of yarn. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's when I learned how to braid, which, like, was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like, just the... I guess, like, the vast exposure to all sorts of stuff. Um, we took the bus um to all the places we went and so we got to see like all sorts of cool sites in the city and we have a coffee shop that's really near where we live and we'd go in there it's it's like not even a block away it's like really really close like a half a block not even a half a block it's literally like 500 feet away from very close um beside the point but (laughs) if you walk in like when we used to go reliably, we'd go and spend like hours there, um, and there would always be like cool people in there. And one of the people that I really remember was a guy who like went around the country and like collected cool rocks. Oh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. You remember that guy too. He was yeah. so cool, and so he like he made jewelry us, that yeah. he sold at uh, Pike Place Pipe Market. Place. And so he um, he showed us like turquoise and um, fool's gold.
1: He had a whole container of different rocks, and yeah. he sat down and spent like forty five minutes just teaching. Teaching you guys about the different rocks that was yeah cool
0: that was lit shut up to that guy that
1: was he boss was up. that was really cool yeah it was very boss up. Um, and those were the kinds of opportunities that i loved about homeschooling
0: yeah and i agree because you don't you don't get that in traditional school so that's the part i really like about it yeah that was really cool yeah so uh that's all my questions i'm out of questions now
1: i'm
2: out of questions too
1: all right so, I think we've covered this subject matter thoroughly as well as we can. Yeah.
2: And also, uh, subscribe to Cosmo Corner on my sweet YouTube channel.
0: And go check out my Instagram, beat underscore fish. I post uh,
1: art and artsy pictures and <laughs> just, just poetry. Just stop where you're So, you can find Gowan on YouTube as Cosmo Corner. You can find Cadence on Instagram as Beat underscore fish. And you can find me on Twitter at Mary underscore Sturgeon. Stay tuned for outtakes. Yeah, boy. Conversation. So.
2: Yeah, I very well remember.
1: No! It's fine. She did kill the baby spider! I didn't kill it. I just closed the, no! I just closed the bag so you could have privacy. Snip, snip. I
0: I wanted him to have privacy. I was trying to save him and He doesn't need to be saved. He's
1: happy in my bag. That's an issue. He's gonna grow up into a big giant wolf spider. He's that boy. He's gonna Bad Dad. He's gonna go with me to my training session tomorrow. Oh. He's gonna help you. He's gonna explore the world. He's gonna get smashed under the computer. He's not gonna get smashed. Okay, enough about the spider.